Having car problems? Well, with Rhoda, getting them fixed is as easy as ordering takeout. They'll come pick up your car for free, do any repair or maintenance needed, and return it right to your driveway. They'll even give you a complimentary video inspection of your car so you can see what needs to be done. Perfect for those of us that maybe aren't so car savvy. Book your appointment online at roda.com. And lucky for you, CityCast listeners get a 20% discount on any service for up to $100 off. Just use the code CityCast20. Today on CityCast DC, it's a new year, and we heard from all of you about your goals for the city, and we're so excited to share them with you, and a few of our own as well, right, Michael? You got it. Today is Tuesday, January 3rd, 2023. I'm Michael Schaefer. I'm Bridget Todd. And this is CityCast DC. Hey, Bridget. Hey, Michael. How's it going? Good. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Can you believe we made it to here in 2023? Yeah. So like at the end of 2020 and at the end of 2021, people were like, boy, that year really sucked. Um, (laughs) There was no similar like good riddance feeling about 2022. I think that's true. God, I'll never forget where I was when it turned from 2019 to 2020. I remember when that when the clock struck midnight, I was at a, at a music festival and it was raining and I screamed into the air, 2020 is going to be my year. And it turned out it wasn't. <laughs> it really, really wasn't. But 2023, I'm feeling good about. All right. Well, I, I don't don't say that. You might curse us. <laughs> I know. 2023, I'm feeling neutral about. I have no expectations. <laughs> So we asked a lot of our people, uh, of our listeners, of our tribe, of our folks around town about their New Year's resolutions for D.C., what they hope uh, gets better, what they would like to see. And uh, it also was like kind of an interesting test of like what are what do people think is important anyway. And this will probably not surprise anyone to know. A lot of people had thoughts about the metro, which seems to have a very central role in people's sense of their like health of their civic community. I feel like talking about, thinking about, complaining about the Metro is like a full-time job for most D.C. residents, myself very much included. Hello, my name is Sterling, and I hope D.C. can figure out a way to stop people from not paying on the subway. My name is Wyatt, and uh, my D.C. New Year's resolution would be uh, more Metro cars and on time. Raphael Miller, and I would love if the Metro was open a little later at night. My name is Elliot, and I love DC, but one idea would be later Metro service. My name is Laura, and in 2023, I think DC should have free buses and Metro for DC residents. My name is Parag, and I think we should stop complaining about the Metro because it's kick-ass. Hi, my name is Christy, and in the new year, I would love to see DC be better at the Metro. Please God, the Metro. Another thing I think people are really interested in and invested in in the city is our art scene. You know, how does our art scene compare to other cities? Are people feeling like it gets enough love? You know, as creative types in the city, I feel like that's something we can probably really appreciate. And folks really had a lot to say about it. Hey, my name is Kokai. My resolution, my hope for the city and I hope that the city's resolution uh, for the new year is to support more arts and arts uh, programs within the city to make sure that there's space, studio space, rehearsal space, 
just open spaces for the artists that live in this city and provide the lifeblood uh, for arts and entertainment in this city, for sure. I'm Gillian Drake, and I work at a small professional theater here in Washington, D.C. And I think all the arts are being underserved by our major newspapers, and we have the most vibrant theater, dance, and art culture, and it's so unheralded. Unsurprisingly, a lot of people have thoughts about housing. And I know that in my world and probably in yours, you were never like one or two synaptical leaps away from wondering, like, can I actually afford to live here, man? It's expensive. Or how much is my house worth? Or will I ever be able to buy a place? And uh, this was stuff, it turned out, people really wanted to talk to us about. This is Megan DeMars, and I am a D.C. transplant who just moved to Shaw U Street area this year. I was able to afford to move into D.C. through the D.C. Inclusionary Zoning Program. And I'm very grateful to have access to affordable housing. And while that program is wonderful, it's difficult, confusing, time-consuming. Um, and a lot of people who could benefit from the system don't for those reasons. In 2023, I want to see D.C. caring for their neighbor and community more. And that starts with everyone having access to housing and being able to afford in this city we call D.C. My name is Harrison, and personally, I think that we need to fix these tents because there's more tents than houses practically by now, you know? Just got to fix that. Hi, my name is Allison, and my D.C. resolution is more services for homeless people. My name is Michael, and I believe that D.C. needs to build more housing, affordable housing, but also all housing in general. I'm Erica Nunez, and I am the commissioner-elect for 103 in Mount Pleasant. And one thing that I would like to see the D.C. government do better in the new year is preserving affordable housing in a way that is people-forward. Hi, my name is David. Uh, I live in Petworth, D.C., and it would just be nice if the development that is happening in and around our neighborhood was more holistic, more plans, more put together. Perhaps unsurprisingly, what are people eating? Where are people eating? What are people drinking? All big topics in the city. It's something that we talk quite a bit about here on the show, and people had a lot to say about that, too. I think, again, it's sort of as a me measure of your civic self-esteem, right? Like, how good are our restaurants? Do they stand up to the rest of the world? My sense of D.C., just from my own personal point of view, is like, there's a lot of great places to eat, a lot of creative food to eat. The thing that I always feel happiest doing is when I'm like in a place in my neighborhood or a place that's like just, it's not like a big deal, but it's like I go out and I see my community, I see my people, and it's good. One of the best things about the role of food and drink and restaurants in a city is like the ability to, for folks to feel comforted by it. Like it's not the most novel or the most exciting for me. It's like, yeah, it's like the, the times when it's a, a source of comfort and familiarity and like hominess. Right, right. Well, what's so interesting is that I know some of the listeners really want to see more economical, affordable food spots in D.C. highlighted. My name is Amrita, and D.C. needs better food options. We need more restaurants that are independently owned and better affordable, for lack of a better term, ethnic food. My name is Eddie. I live in Navy Yard, and I would appreciate if we had more uh, Korean restaurants open up in Navy Yard, particularly Korean barbecue, so I don't have to drive all the way out to Virginia to get authentic Korean barbecue. This is Rosie, and my New Year's resolution for D.C. is um, more places that sell mocktails, zero-proof cocktails, whatever we're calling it these days. As a pregnant lady and someone who doesn't drink that often in general, it's a good trend, and I want to see more of it. 
my name is John Wallen, and my hope for next year, my New Year's resolution for DC, is that the tip minimum wage for restaurant workers is actually implemented and doesn't just never go. My name is Nancy, and something that I would like to see change about DC is more diversity of restaurants. We don't have a lot of good, like, hole-in-the-wall sit down restaurants from a bunch of different ethnicities. And when there is somewhere, there's like one in one specific place in the city. The funny thing is, it's like when people are asking for things like that, what they're really talking about is like the settlement and economic patterns of the region. Like a lot of immigrants don't move straight into the city. They'll go to the burbs. And of course, then you set up a restaurant and life goes on. And people in the city, you know, which is just to say, it comes back to the cost of housing too. I love that no matter what the issue is, it all comes back to the cost of housing. That is the through line. <laughs> it's true. When was the last time you went to the theater? Well, we have a new show for you to check out. The Gala Theater in Columbia Heights is showing the political musical comedy Museum in the Closet, Avida's Return which follows Argentine icon Eva Perón to the afterlife as her preserved corpse ignites political scandals, clandestine affairs, and mysterious murders. The show is full of samba, reggae, and tango that will have you tapping your feet nonstop. The show is in Spanish with English surtitles and will run from May 9th through June 9th. Get your tickets now at galatheater.org or call 202-234-7174. All right. So speaking of having to drive to the suburbs for things, people also or, or just drive around town, people also have thoughts about roads. This was an interesting one because I don't think I've ever had a deep think about roads in the city. And once I thought about it, I was like, oh, OK, I can see this being a big thing, particularly for people who commute, who drive a lot, uh, who bike a lot. Hi, my name is Sheila. I'd like to see more protected bike lanes in 2023. My name is Anna. I lived in D.C. for six years now. Um, I think that bikers need more accessible lanes. I work in medical sales and I'm in wound care and I get a lot of patients that have been actually hit by cars in the bike lanes or like on the scooters. So I think more accessible uh, lanes for bikers would make less injuries and less emission for patients in the hospital. I'm Edward and I, I wish there were less bike lanes and bikers in DC. My name's Eamon and I think that DC should fix the confusing roundabout at DuPont. My name is Phoebe and I want this city to improve pedestrian safety. My name's Stephen Guidry and uh, my resolution for DC is, uh, I guess just in general, more walking streets, but I've always dreamed that they would just close M Street from Wisconsin almost to the Key Bridge and just make all of that a walking shopping zone. So you could just walk across the street from shop to shop safely. My name is Matthias and I want the city to improve on handling the snow. Hi, my name is Nina and I have a lot of thoughts about street sweeping. I believe we should either abolish and or condense street sweeping in the calendar year. My name is Nato, and my Disney resolution is to get rid of all these traffic cameras that send tickets to my house after the fact. It's childish and unnecessary. My name is Ben, and uh, I wish for the elimination of the automatic traffic enforcement cameras. Hi, I'm Kelly, and my resolution for the Commonwealth of Virginia is that they would start enforcing the speed limits in the small towns so that people who are on foot and on bicycle are not at such risk. 
All right. So one of my favorite episodes that we've done this whole year was when we talked to Gerard Brown, DC's rat czar. And my personal resolution for the city is related to that. But that is the topic of trash. And I know that, like, if you get a group of people in D.C. together, the conversation about trash, where it's at, how it's stored, I do think will come up. And unsurprisingly, it came up from our listeners. Hi, my name is Lauren. The new resolution I have for my D.C. community in 2023 is to collectively get involved in community service activities and focus on keeping our neighborhoods safe and clean. There's a lot we can do in the city, bustling with a million people in terms of just picking up trash on the side of the road when you see it or putting more trash and recycling cans around the city um, so that the streets could be a little bit less congested and more clear of trash. Hi, my name is Orly and I think DC should reuse trash. Hi, my name is Ben, and I think D.C. should spay and neuter less of the feral cats so we can decrease the rat population. Hi, my name is Melissa, and I would love to see there be less trash all over the streets in Columbia Heights and just have a cleaner neighborhood. And of course, we live in a big city, although some people don't like to admit it. And when you uh, live in a big city, uh, the behavior of your neighbors uh, is, uh, is relevant to you in a way that might not be if you live on a farm. And people have thoughts about how Washingtonians treat themselves and one another. So this is actually related to a thing you and I were talking about and uh, in an episode that's going to air, I believe, tomorrow about is D.C. the South? Because I think you were saying that Southerners greet each other in a much more effusive way than Northerners do. Oh, absolutely. I'll be on the D.C. city streets and people will like bump right into you and not say, excuse me. If that happened, that would never happen in the South. Spoiler alert. I don't think D.C. is the South. <laughs> At any rate, here's some thoughts people have about how neighbors do or don't treat the city and themselves. Hi, my name is Teresa Santetos. I'm DC native my entire life, uh, local or unicorn here. Um, but the for 2023, DC should have a unanimous New Year's resolution of we are no longer greeting people with "What do you do?" and switch it to "What's your favorite movie." Morning, CityCast DC. This is Janie Leland. I live in Capitol Hill. And one thing that I wish that DC did better was to know their neighbors. So today, when you're out and about at the grocery store or coffee shop, get to know your neighbors. All right. Wait, Bridget, you mentioned your own New Year's resolution for the city. Okay. I'm almost embarrassed to mention it. If people go back and listen to the episode we did where I interviewed Gerard Brown, he makes the point that the problem with rats in the city is related to how people are throwing out their trash, specifically their food. And I ask him, how are you meant to do that? And I really pride myself on being someone who like follows the rules around certain things. And so, you know, when I take my trash out, I tie it up tight, I double bag it. I was like smugly waiting for him to confirm that I am doing everything right. As he starts speaking, I realize, oh my God, I'm part of the problem. I, I put food items in my garbage. I don't have the special garbage cans that keep rats out. And I realized, my household might personally be responsible for the rat problem in our alley. So my New Year's resolution is to not put food items in my garbage, or if I do, rinse them out. And so that is a lot of work. Like when he was describing it, I was like, who would ever be able to do that? He says that you need to, rather than put food items in your trash, use the garbage disposal, and then wash out the receptacle before you throw it away. I have not been doing that. I'm a scofflaw. So my going forward in 2023, I am leaving that behavior behind. I am going to rinse out my food items before I put them in the garbage. Rat-free 2023. 
Do you have a resolution for the city? Like if you could wish <laughs> one thing for your government or your fellow citizens to do differently? It's a little bit complicated. My resolution for the city is, I guess it's about follow through. I'm mm -hmm. sick of being told things, hearing things, and then come to find out that thing is not coming to fruition. And so a good example would be the, the problem with leaf collection in the city. Um, people were told to rake their leaves into the street and then the city would come get them. And I keep walking by leaf piles that are not picked up. And yeah, so I think that what I would like to see from the city is setting realistic expectations for when you can see follow through. And if, if, the, if it's not gonna be what I wanna hear, that's fine, tell me that. Don't set unrealistic expectations that cannot be followed through. Whoa, that's heavy. <laughs> you are censorious towards your fellow citizens. <laughs> I mean, a little bit, yeah, a little bit. What about you, Mike? Give us something a little bit more positive. No, actually, I have a completely negative resolution for the city, but I think it has a positive result. I think that Washingtonians should complain more, should whine more, should fetch more. I think if you go to like great cities of the world, Paris, New York, whatever, people are constantly complaining about everything. The play isn't good enough. The metro is not good enough. The food's not good enough. And I think it's plenty good in those places. I think if you go to like a cow town, everyone's like, oh, the dining scene's better than ever here in Buffalo. Sorry, Buffalo. Um, uh, and I'm sure it is better than ever. Um, uh, and uh, I kept noticing in this last year and kind of every year, you know, something will be wrong in the metro, right? We've not, the metro has not covered itself in glory the last few years. And people who actually care about the metro will be like, well, you know, they're doing the best they can considering the like unequal funding system and the, you know, challenges that they've had. So stipulated. But sometimes you just have to say like, we deserve the best, make it the best. And people will say the same about dining or about you know, all kinds of things in Washington. And I feel like oftentimes the, uh, qualifications and the explanations given are accurate and true and fair. But like, sometimes it's not about being fair. Like that's our job is to be fair. Your man on the street or woman on the street ought to be demanding a degree of excellence that might even be impossible to hit because that's how you get uh, world-class. Ooh, I also think that complaining can be a real like community builder. Like it can bring 100%. people together. People love complaining and like building on the complaints of others. I do think Complaints can be a source of like community glue that brings us all together. And for myself, this is a perennial. But look, you know, I'm a journalist. We are journalists. Our people, the journalists, are not necessarily joiners. We are watchers from outside. And one of the things that means is I don't do nearly enough in my community. I mean, in the, the, my kid's school or my neighborhood or whatever, and I just ought to do more. So join more. What are you hoping to join in 2023? I don't or, know. Or... Give me suggestions. People call in. Give, <laughs> give Schaefer suggestions as to what he should join. <laughs> oh, I like this. This is going to be the start of like a new segment on CityCast where it's like, the listeners voted and now Mike is going to skydive. <laughs> I don't mean join a skydive. That's, or whatever. You're going to start doing. That quickly. <laughs> Yeah, by jumping out of a plane. <laughs> right. Um, but I mean, I feel like I've got things to contribute. I'm a good guy. I'm generally a productive member of organizations I'm in. And some of those things should be selfless and about making my community a better place. And it's not impossible, and I ought to do that. That's really sweet. <laughs> so this has been very wholesome and sweet. But I think some of the best content that we got from listeners are them just cutting up, being wacky, being funny. So we wanted to send you off with a little taste of that. Happy New Year, everybody. Hello, Keith. Washington, D.C. I, I like me drinking coffee. I like about what I'm like.
The library is really close. Everyone go listen to CityCast DC, the daily podcast for just DC. dc.citycast.fm Okay, ready? One, two, three, four. We're out. That's all for today here on CityCast DC. We are so excited to enter this new year with you all. And if you enjoyed the show, well, what should they do if they enjoyed the show, Bridget? You should tell all your friends to listen and subscribe. Subscribe to our newsletter and also leave us a review. And we'll be back tomorrow morning with even more news from around the city. We'll talk to you then. Bye. That was, that was a nice addition, Mike. You've got such a like good radio <laughs> voice and like radio timing. <laughs>